0: homemakers club podcast the homemakers club is a sisterhood of women who value the old-fashioned ways and traditions of making a house a home as you listen in each week to conversation between myself and a fellow homemaker it is my hope that you'll feel as though we are old friends and you are stopping by my home for a long-standing weekly tradition of sweet tea and sweet conversation As good old friends do, we will celebrate the simplicities of ordinary days and come alongside one another to navigate the joys and hardships of homemaking. It is my prayer that when we say our goodbyes at the end of each episode, you leave with a heart that is enriched and filled with provision so that when you tie your apron strings each morning, you are joyfully ready to create a beautiful and fruitful life within your home. Grab a cup of tea and I'll meet you at the kitchen table. Welcome to the Homemakers Club Podcast. Today I have a special guest, Emily at Sweet Magnolias. Emily has a YouTube channel called Sweet Magnolias where she shares the heart of homemaking and also teaches women how to create a productive and traditional home life and journey. And so um, she also shares financial tips and organizational skills. So not only is she sharing, sharing the beauty of of the heart of the home, but she's also teaching us how to be productive and fruitful within it. And so I will provide the links in the podcast notes, but um, Emily, hi. I'm so grateful that you're here today and that you're joining me on the Homemakers Club podcast.
1: Hey, yes. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here. I, um, I appreciate your account and what you're doing so much and I'm just so happy to be here and be a guest on this podcast because I'm very excited about it. Thank you. I think that one
0: thing I'm most excited about is for you to share your wisdom with so many women because I have been following you for a long time, and we met really kind of at the beginning of the Homemakers Club journey, and uh, which is just yeah. fascinating. It's almost been two years. Next Tuesday, the 19th, will be the two-year mark of the Homemakers Club Wow, uh, I know. And so I I personally love following you because you share, your photos share such a beautiful, timeless, old, traditional homemaking um, aesthetic. And I think that a lot of the homemakers in this community have that in their hearts. And so your photos capture that in just a beautiful way, whether we actually uh, decor our home that way or adorn ourselves or anything like that. I think what I think that you just capture the heart of homemaking. And, and part of the Homemakers Club thing is like a traditional, we all value traditional and old-fashioned skills and traditions of making a house a home, and so you – are a beautiful example of that but your captions also go further into that and you you take the time to invest in women and teach women with biblical truth and encouragement and I just think that the things you share not only in photo but also in caption are just so enriching so I just want to tell you that I love that about you and I'm thankful for that because it's so needed in this world I'm um, I'd like to chat with you today about how you believe that there's magnificence in the home. I'd like to chat with you also about contentment and how to avoid comparison, which is so easy to do uh, with social media, so prevalent in our lives. And then I'd really love for you to share the heart of the home and how to use hospitality, which is funny. I didn't realize hospitality was so beautifully connected with homemaking. But I'd love for you to share later on in our conversation how to do that and how to do that within our homes and, and then share it with the world through social media. So I'd like to do that. But first, I'd really love for you to share with me a little bit about your journey into becoming a homemaker um, and then a little bit about the season that you're in now. I've watched you over the last two years go from a homemaker to now you're in a new season of being a new mom. And uh, I think that that's just so beautiful. So I'd love to hear your journey as becoming a homemaker and then this transition into motherhood and where you are
1: today. Thank you so much for the kind words. I appreciate that so much. Um, it means a lot to me. and. As far as like my journey of becoming a homemaker, like I, I grew up with a stay at home mom. My mom, um, she she had me. I'm the oldest of three, so she had me and I think she she worked like one or two days a week, maybe for a couple of hours after she had me, just to help somebody out where she was working. But for the most part she was home. And then after my brother was born, she came home full time. And she was home with us throughout our entire like childhood, teenage years, um, and everything. So, and I was also homeschooled. So I had that example growing up of a mother who was a homemaker. She stayed home with us. Um, you know, she cooked and cleaned and all of the things that um, we as homemakers do. So I had her as a homemaker to look up to. Um, and I met my husband really young. So we uh, we were like kids when we met, um, and we. We're together all throughout high school. So we knew we were going to get married. Um, but I kind of struggled after high school as to what I wanted to do. But in the back of my mind, I always knew that when I had children, I was going to stay home with them. Like I wanted to do what my mom did. I wanted to be home with my children. And so after high school, I did some photography stuff and I ended up um, going to work full time. And I worked full time from the time that we were like I started my full-time job before we got married and then I worked full-time for two years after that. Now hindsight's 2020. And if we could go back, I would have just stayed home from the time that we got married for a lot of different reasons. But because I didn't have children yet, I was like, I'm just going to, I'm going to go ahead and work full-time. And so By the time I'd been working full-time for two years, my husband had been on night shift and I would still try to squeeze in my homemaking, you know, when I would come home from work and like cook supper. And then on Saturdays, I would spend the day and like do my cleaning and my decluttering and my organizing. And I just really started developing a stronger desire to just go ahead and come home. I wanted to just go ahead and be home so I could see more of my husband. I could make sure that, you know, we weren't, because we were eating at like eight o'clock at night because I'd get home late and... I just, I had such a desire to be home. I knew that ultimately I wanted to end up at home anyway. Um, and where I was working, some things were changing and I was just really not being fulfilled at all by the job. And I was very unhappy at the time. And so I started talking to my husband about like, what if I just came home? Cause we were going to start trying to have a baby in 2019 And so I knew that that at some point was going to happen. And I knew that once I had a baby, I wasn't going to stay in the workforce, but I was like, what if I just go ahead and come home? And then, you know, if we get pregnant this year and we have a baby this year, then I'll already be home. And so we talked about it and I just felt a lot of, um, I just, my desire was to be home. That was just my heart's desire was just to come home and be a homemaker full time. And so I had already made the decision that, by X date, I'm leaving my job and I'm coming home. And then we ended up finding out that we were pregnant at the beginning of April. And so that kind of made me speed up even more wanting to come home. And so May of, or June, it was the end of May, beginning of June in 2019 was the day that I actually got to come home full time, you know, and it was kind of a leap of faith because we had tried to kind of structure our financial stuff as best as we could. But There were like some unknowns and some things that were still up in the air, but like, I just felt like this is what I'm supposed to do. This is what God's will is for my life. This is my purpose in life. And I just had reached the point where I just wanted to leave, (laughs) leave the workforce behind and come home. And so that was really kind of where it started full time. Cause I had, as a teenager, young adult, I had just dreamed of like, you know, the wearing aprons and like cleaning my house and baking stuff and all that kind of thing. And so I had been able to do some of that when I was working, but not to the magnitude that I wanted to. And so when I came home, it was just like, oh, <laughs> finally, I get to be a full-time homemaker. <laughs> so that's where it started. And then over the last, I guess, because my my son was born in December of 2019 and then my daughter was born in March of 2021. So since then, over the last two little over two years, I've just been learning and growing and trying to develop new skills and, you know, adjusting to being a mom. And I am, you know, very, I consider myself still to be a rather novice homemaker because I'm not, I don't have, you know, 40 years of experience. And I'm sure there are women that know a lot more than I do, but I've tried to Really lean into my role as a homemaker and really try to embrace everything that that embodies. I love that,
0: and I love that we we have that ability to adapt with the changing seasons and the awareness of like how we're going to do that when before we have children when we come into motherhood. I I'm I so you you've you had your mom and she was a great role model for you. And she, she planted those seeds in your heart through the actions that she was making within your home. Um, and then they grew, those seeds grew and you decided that that's something that you wanted to do at a young age. And your husband was on board, which I think is spectacular. Um, at what point At what point were you able to understand really the value and magnificence of what a home built on good foundational roots um, means to you personally and then like to the world? Like, what do you believe is the magnificence of a really well-made home?
1: Well, I, I, well, I think a lot of it was instilled in me from my upbringing and just, you know, my parents, my parents are great. Um, I was raised in a Christian home and they really instilled in all three of us, the values, um, you know, Christian values, values of good character, having integrity, being willing to work hard, you know, that kind of thing. But I really, and I really believe though, that the, the world really hinges on the home. Like I feel like a lot of the, um, problems that you see in society today and where the world is as a whole is a result of the deconstruction of the home and of the family. And so I feel like as homemakers, we really have the ability to impact the world. I know a lot of people, you know, there's so many misconceptions about homemakers from people who don't really know what it's like to be a homemaker or don't have that desire in their heart. And they think that, you know, we're not contributing. We're not contributing to the world and we're not contributing to the society, but I would argue that we're one of the biggest contributors to the world and to society because we have the ability to nurture strong families, to nurture children that, you know, not only have Christian and godly values, but have, you know, uh, morals and integrity and good character. And we, we have the ability to nurture them in that way as they grow up in our homes. Were the gatekeepers were like the first line of defense, really, and so we can raise children that can go into the world and make the world a better place and impact the world for Christ and impact the world in a positive manner. And so, it's not. My mom says, you know, that motherhood is a—it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. And so, we may not. It may seem like to us sometimes in the day-to-day struggles, and it may seem mundane and repetitive, but the rewards it pays off later in life but i feel like so much of society really hinges upon the home and it hinges upon the families and we as homemakers are a big part of that
0: i completely agree in fact i got the chills listening to you talk about that because that is something that i have um a huge heart for in an understanding especially more and more as time goes on and um, that the things that we do within our home It's not just about housekeeping and preparing meals, but it's the intention we place within our home and the reason why we do things. So like the lessons we teach our children just in and being available for open communication or meals around the table and all of these things are really actually creating foundational roots within our home. So that Our families and ourselves when we go out into the community, whether it's in the church or children's sports or wherever we go, we get to carry home with us because we've spent the time purposely doing the things that we do for a greater cause. And I think one thing that makes me excited is like a woman who claims her home through intention with her hands and her heart and her efforts and understanding that it is not just something simple, but really there's grand meaning behind the things that we try to do within our homes, that we shine this light into our immediate neighborhood and like beckon people into our home. Like I have children always at my home, not my children, like neighborhood children. And I get to, because I'm home, I get to pour into those children what I pour into my children just through communication and good nourishing snacks for playtime and all of that. And then, and they get to go out and then my neighbor, my neighbor has six children and two under the age of 15 months. And I'm a, and she's a very young mom. And so I get to pour into her and help her become, um, productive and fruitful within her home. And so All of these lights are turning on through our neighborhoods uh, the more and more that homemakers are joining hands and sharing each other's hearts and uh, the value of home. And then it's a trickle effect into our neighborhood. So it's our block and then our neighborhood and then our communities. And it just goes worldwide. Like you're saying, like if if so many more women were understanding the value that they have within their home and the productivity, like I believe what you said, like it could change the world. And so I, I just love that. Um, one of the hard things though, is that when you're home full time and a lot of the women in our circles may not be, I'm like I have a lot of fascinating, beautifully impactful women in my life that work outside of the home and then come home and try to do their best. Like you were saying, um, and they do a wonderful job at that. But when you're home full time, it's easy to feel isolated and alone because we, I mean, there's not that many women who take on this role full time right now in, in the way that society is. And so I um, it's easy to start comparing yourself to what other women are doing being productive outside of the home. And so how do you um, how do you maintain contentment or how do you find contentment in, in the seasons changing and your role within the home? And how do you avoid comparison? Because it's easy to compare with women in our real lives. And then and then being on social media, we see what other women are doing. How do you avoid that? And how do you bring your heart back into a place of contentment?
1: Well, one of the reasons that I wanted to talk about contentment is because I've had various times in my life where I've really struggled with dis- discontentment, and um, the earliest that, you know, in my adult life that comes to mind is back when I I was working and I wanted to come home. And I also was ready to start having a baby, but we weren't, we weren't planning on trying yet. And just being very discontented and seeing people around me and seeing people online, you know, that were already in that season that I wanted to be in, they were already home with their babies and they were already, you know, being able to live what I wanted to live. And then also, even before I got married, like me and my husband, you know, we, we knew we wanted to get married from a young age and, but we've had to wait until God's timing was right. And, you know, that also included, you know, finding a place to live and, you know, making sure that we had the money to, you know, support ourselves living on our own. And we would see people get married um, and we'd go to their weddings and be like, when is it going to be our turn? And so I've had, you know, experience with discontentment. But particularly when I, you know, was wanting to come home and I hadn't been able to come home yet, um, I started not, I started limiting what I looked at on social media as far as like who's, even if I, I I may not, it wasn't malice towards anybody, but if I knew that by looking at this person's page, it was going to kind of make me feel more discontent, I would kind of limit the amount of time that I looked at that in order to not become obsessed with it and just be so discontented with myself. And then at that point, I went through a minimalism stage where I kind of was like, okay, I need a hobby to like get my mind off of this. And I started decluttering my house room to room and, you know, really minimalizing my house. Um, But then we've also been in stages where we have had, you know, some financial difficulties, some financial hard times where you know it was stuff completely out of our control, but just being, you know, frustrated with we are just in a situation and, you know, what are we supposed to do? And being discontented because we're we seem to be stuck and we seem to be, you know, I can't go do X, Y, Z. And so I have some scripture written down that I had read back in seasons during seasons of discontentment. Um First Timothy six, verse six and verse eight. Um, but godliness with contentment is great gain, and having food and raiment, let us therewith be content. And like I may not have had whatever it was that I wanted, but I'm all of my needs were supplied in whatever season, like the Lord has supplied my needs. And so I've tried not to and I've had I've had in recent times to like limit social media or take a social media break because it's social media has made it so easy to look at everybody else's highlight reel and feel like they have it all together and you don't, or they have something that you don't. So I've taken breaks from social media when I found myself comparing, um, and tried to spend more time in my life, more time, just with my children away from my phone, more time in the kitchen, doing something creative. Creativity, I think is a great tool to avoid comparison and discontentment because it gets your mind off of whatever it is that you're fixated on and it gets your mind on a project. And I think it's such a great, it's a great tool for that. (laughs) Um, But then too, in the financial seasons of discontentment and the financial seasons where, you know, it was hard, my, I came across the verse, Proverbs 15, 17, better is a dinner of herbs where love is than, stalled, than a stalled ox and hatred therewith. And that verse really spoke to me when we were going through this financial hard time because, you know, I had to stretch a very thin grocery budget during that time to feed us for a week. And it was nothing fancy, but I had to figure out how to put it together. But I was like, I'm thankful that even though you know, I may not have the money to go buy, you know, really nice steak or whatever, you know, whatever you would prefer to buy at the grocery store. We still had love within our home. the, the we, we couldn't let that pull us apart. It really, I'm thankful for the fact that that really brought us closer together. And even though, you know, it was modest, we still had love in our house. And I would rather have that love in our house than have all that money could buy and have just absolute disarray and destruction in our home
0: I love that so much it is it is easy to find I'm discontent in moments of hardship definitely and I'm and, and when you said to go use your hands and create something within your home, is a distraction. That's something I've really been thinking a lot about because we, it's easy to use our hands to scroll our phones, right? We're like with our fingers scrolling, beauty, beauty, beauty. We use our tool, or at least I do, I use Instagram for inspiration, or Pinterest for inspiration. So I'm looking at all this beautiful stuff. Next thing you know, I've gone an entire day without actually creating beauty within my home. And so I've been really reflecting on that lately Is like, okay, I can look at social media one way or another. I can look at it as an opportunity to be like really not happy with the way things are or appear or look or wherever we aren't perfectly great in our, in our journey within our home right now. Or I can use it as a tool to go make something beautiful within my home. So I can see um, these, I mean, women are creating the most beautiful meals or they, their home with their flowers or just beautiful scenes within their home. We only see moments, you know, in the beautiful things, um, But I'm trying to learn how to use that as a tool to go create beauty. So I use my hands, I scroll, I find something beautiful, and then I go and create something beautiful for my own self, authentic to our own home for the life and the living that we're doing currently today. And so I think that the way that we view social media is really impactful. And I had taken a 10-month break uh, before coming on to Homemakers to create the Homemakers Club. And I got off because I was constantly in this comparison mode. We were in between moving, uh, living with friends on a farm, trying to decide where to build a house or buy a house. And so we were in this disarray. 90% of our stuff was in storage. And, and so we went through this season of like no roots like, at all. And, uh, and so I got in this weird funk about like, Oh, she has this. I want this. I want to do this. I want, and I was so unhappy, and I didn't realize it. and And then once I realized where I was, uh, obsessing over how beautiful everybody else's lives seemed to be, and we were in this weird season of in between, uh, I deleted Instagram. Right. And then I prayed, and I prayed, and prayed, and and I started thinking, like, wouldn't that be wonderful if women could come together? Just to create the heart of the home and capture the heart of the home and not necessarily uh, what a home should look like or what's on trend or anything like that. And so that's how the Homemakers Club began is because of needing to separate, like you said, taking a social media break so you can go create uh, your home the way that you authentically want it, with really no outside inspiration or incur or you know, uh, seeing what other people are doing and mimicking that, but create your own home with your own hands. I just love that you said that. Um, so with your Instagram, you're you t- you do a great job because you share the you share your heart within your words as well. So you're not just sharing moments of beauty that you see like in a vignette or. I'm um, something you've baked, but you've also, you capture the heart behind the photo. And so I am, so it's almost like you invite people into your home, not just to see what you're doing, but why you're doing. What do you think is so important about sharing the actual heart of the home and hospitality with social media and inviting people in real life
1: into your home? Well, when I, back when I um, first was wanting to come home. I don't know if the homemaking community was out there on Instagram back in 2018, but I couldn't find it. (laughs) I found a lot of accounts that were um, like, not that there's anything wrong with this, but there was the majority of the accounts that I saw were, were more so like cleaning motivation. Um, There were some stay at home mom accounts, but at the time I didn't have children. So I was looking for like some homemakers that maybe didn't have children or, you know, I I couldn't find it. Like there really wasn't a big homemaker community out there back in 2018. And if it was, I just could not find it. And then I stumbled across um, Mrs. Midwest. I stumbled across Samantha Lindsay. Those were two of the first Instagram accounts that I came across. Um, And when I, I, I was already on Instagram, I was sharing like my minimalism and stuff. Um, and then when I came home, I started sharing more homemaking-related homemaking content. But I think it's it's nice to see other people that are in seasons of life that you want to be in or seasons of life that you are currently in, people that are going through the same thing as you. You know, it's nice to be able to relate to people. And I, at the same time, though, with my Instagram, like, I, I want to share the things that I'm learning, too, and I don't want to make it seem like, you know, I, I I have it together as a homemaker. So I try to share, you know, my heart and things that I'm learning. And so, like, for instance, the last year or so since I had my daughter, like, I've really been learning patience and I've been learning, trying to learn selflessness and like giving of myself even when I don't want to and like, you know, controlling my attitude and making sure that my attitude is good. And so I tried to share that, you know, on Instagram. And I think there's a lot of people that can relate with different struggles. And so that's something so beautiful within the homemaking community online is that you kind of get to connect with people that you wouldn't otherwise know because they don't live in the same area as you. And it's like a big community, you know, it's a big community. It is, it's a family. And, you know, I'm not I'm not the, I I told my husband this the other day, I have not been the best at like hosting inside my home, like actual people, um, like inside the home and not online. My husband is great at it. Like he loves to like grill and smoke meats and cook stuff he's gotten into that over the last year or so. So he loves to like have cookouts and have people over. And I'm just not the best at that at it because I'm like, Oh, I've got to clean the house and I got to do this. and i got to do that. And so I'm trying to get better at the actual hosting aspect, like for of real life hosting events and things like that. But like, I have no problem <laughs> sharing on Instagram and like, this is my living room and this is what I'm doing today. But I think it's, it's fun to have like, A group of people that you you're relating to and you're you're almost like you're in each other's homes throughout the week and every day you're kind of invited into my home and you're invited into so-and-so's home because they share their life they share their life as a homemaker and you get these little glimpses into you know each other's lives and you get to you know converse with other homemakers and that kind of thing so I feel like I'm rambling but I hope that makes sense. no it's
0: beautiful because by being authentic in, in the things we share, we're we're celebrating ordinary moments, which we – sometimes it's hard to see beauty in the ordinary moments, right, because we're, like, wanting to look for the extraordinary and all that. So I think what's beautiful in the homemaking community is that we're capturing these ordinary moments, like the light shi- uh, shining on the wall or florals on the counter or just little things that catch make us create joy within our home. And then and then we're getting to know one another and we're messaging one another and making friends with all these women where we're celebrating those ordinary moments, but we're also uh, taking a moment to um, share in the joys and hardships of our days as well. And I think that in the homemaking community, it's really beautiful because we're authentically just sharing real life homemaking not just like the beautiful home or cooking or cleaning routines but as a whole like we're just celebrating the life within the home that we're creating and I think that that's spectacular uh you speak of hospitality and I just want to make one one thing that brought um peace to mind when I was trying to learn how to be hospitable as I had read the quote or somewhere where it said um Host, what is it? It's a hospital. Hospi- I can't even say the word. Hospitality is finding not, um, you're blessing the people that come into your home. It's not about looking like you've got it all together. So you're, the idea is to bless the people that come into your home. So you're, instead of running around uh, cleaning base baseboards of the home, like I used to like, clean walls and baseboards like things I never spent time on but if someone was coming over I was focusing on like every little dust grain in the house instead of how to just create an opportunity for them to come into the home and just rest and so that I've had that heart shift as far as hospitality goes like just focus on blessing the person that's coming into the home and all of a sudden it came became a lot easier I am for that, I do want before we we before we close this up, I'd really love for you to tell me a little bit about your YouTube channel and what you share there, um, because you do go into the heart and and how you feel about homemaking but you also share some really amazing tips I know you said like you don't have it all together you're a new homemaker as far as like becoming a a mother you don't have 40 years of experience but you live in your home and you learned what works and what doesn't work through different seasons and so there is a lot of value that you do share and that you have experience and so I'd love to hear a little bit about that and then your YouTube channel and how you do that as well because it's a little different than just sharing on a post on Instagram.
1: Okay. Um, I want to clarify when I said earlier that there was nobody in 2018 that I could find that was doing homemaking. I wasn't saying that I like was one of the first ones. I think it just, I couldn't find them. There wasn't. And so once, I, once I found a couple, then it was like, I started finding more and more. And then you started your account. And then it was like this whole homemaking community just exploded on Instagram. But I wasn't saying that I started it. Cause I definitely did not. I'm just saying I could not find it. And then I found, you know, Caitlin and I found Samantha and then I started finding more and more and then I started sharing and I found more like-minded homemakers. So I just wanted to clarify that. Well, and I'd like to add on that too, because it seems like there was a
0: lot of home decor accounts, right? So like, oh, like just stunning aesthetics. And then there was a whole lot of like women who shared like cleaning rhythms and there's so, and it's an asset. And I learned a lot from those or like the cooking ones. So there's, there's so many beautiful accounts to learn and become equipped by. So, um, but as far as like the community, as far as a family and women tied together on an emotional level, so we, we were being equipped through all these beautiful aesthetic accounts and cooking accounts and cleaning accounts and all of that. But as far as like them and, and even religious, like beautiful Christian where you could find scripture and all of this. So we were finding all these little tools that we use on a daily basis and it was it was available to us. But as far as coming together to make friends and community and sisterhood, that I, I agree with you that I don't think – I didn't find it either. Like it just – you could kind of find here and there little women that are doing the same thing as you. But as far as a collective group of women that are pouring the heart and intention to the home, I don't know that I found that either during then, even though I could find all these beautiful accounts that equipped me the community I don't think was necessarily alive uh, back in 2018. At least I'm with you. I didn't know that it existed. That's why I got off Instagram.
1: Right. Right. Um, But yes, my YouTube channel, um, I, I shared when I first started, I shared like minimalism and decluttering and that kind of thing. And then as my husband and I were learning some valuable Uh, financial lessons, we started touching on some financial stuff. Um, And I share, I like to share my heart and my home on homemaking and all that kind of thing. I, uh, this year, I want to go forward more in like encouragement for mothers and homemakers and talk about more of what I'm learning throughout my journey and You know, and then some, some practical things thrown in there too. Like I did a video recently about how I learned to cook and like my journey with cooking. And sometimes it, it doesn't look too pretty. Sometimes it's more like Anna Green Gables with the rat and the prune pudding, (laughs) Uh (laughs) you know, it's the learning, you know, aspect of that. So I want to, I want to talk more about more like practical homemaking and encouraging things this year. But yeah, we've, I've done some day in the life to like follow me around on my days and um, cooking videos, things like that. All the like homemaking things, things like that on my channel.
0: I love that. And I love that you're sharing it through the season. So you're not going back and saying, well, I learned just this, like you're being intentional about saying like, I'm in this with you. I'm learning this with you alongside one another. I think that that's one of the most charming things about you, Emily, is that you, you bring people into your current life and it's like, you exude this, like I'm in it with you. And I think that that's so special. And so I encourage all the listeners and our followers on Instagram to go, um, follow you and to check you out and to check out your YouTube channel as you do these new things this year. I'm excited about that. Um, Emily, I'd like to thank you for being on the homemakers club podcast. Um, I think that so many women are going to be encouraged and, and enriched by this conversation. I am, um, So thank you for taking the time to do this with me today. Well, thank you so much for having me. I've
1: enjoyed chatting with you today.
0: (laughs) You too. For our followers, I will be sharing the links to Emily's YouTube channel and the podcast notes as well as her Instagram. Um, Emily, I hope you have a wonderful week. Thank you for being here. Thank you. I hope you do too. Thank you. Thank y'all for being here and for the work you are doing within your homes and sharing home with the world. I believe with my whole heart that every day, the more we share home and the art of homemaking, we are upholding the way in which home was intended to be productive, fruitful, and beautiful. Though your days may seem ordinary, little by little, you are building something quite extraordinary. Keep up the good work, my friends. If you haven't already, I encourage you to join our sisterhood on Instagram at We Are The Homemakers for daily encouragement and fellowship. And of course, subscribe here as well. We are the Homemakers gathered for good. See y'all next week.